Welcome to episode two of the Miami Sports Vibes podcast live on YouTube with my guy Jacoby here again, talking some Dolphins football here. Jacoby, how's it going, my man? It's going good, man. I mean, it already feels like halfway through the season after that preseason game with how our fans are taking that, but I'm ready to talk about it, ready to talk about what's coming next for this week. Um, It's good to be here, man. Thanks for having me on again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, we got a lot of updates. Obviously, preseason week one is underway. Now we're on to week two, just a step closer to the NFL season. You got Dalvin Cook to the damn New York Jets. We got a lot to talk about, but let's just talk about first things first. Dalvin Cook to the New York Jets. So one year deal, eight point six million dollars. The Miami Dolphins lose out on Dalvin Cook. That's pretty much the story for the day. So let's start there, man. What is your reactions? To losing out on Dalvin Cook. I mean, me and you've been talking about it the last 24 hours, bro. It's to me, it's inexcusable. He wanted to be here. Uh, I feel like they probably didn't have to pay as much as New York did, maybe a little closer to it. But you know, I'm a big, I'm a firm believer in Nando that you just can't sit back and let your division load up. That's exactly what Chris Greer did. He didn't, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook wanted to be here. He made it painfully obvious he even went on the news and said it and it just didn't happen um so now we're set with a running back trio of Moster wilson and a chain um but yeah my reactions i wasn't surprised we talked about it last week i kind of saw it. I, I knew it was going to happen but it is what it is we got to move on from it but it, it sucks it really sucks because now um you know the jets are going to have this dual threat of Brees and cook and it's just going to make it tougher for the fins that's for sure yeah, no, I had a couple of Jeff fans already texting me like crazy. They're freaking excited as hell, man. They're saying, you know, in your face. And somebody even told me that, you know, that the Dolphins needed Cook more than the Jets needed Cook. Do you agree with that statement? Uh, man, that's a tough one for me. Um, I feel like I'm going to lean more towards yes, because... I'm not a big fan of the duo of Mostert and Wilson. You know, they're very injury prone. Uh, granted, they they had solid seasons for us last year, but Mostert, you know, didn't make it into the postseason. Um, you know, Wilson uh, had a fumble problem, if I remember correctly. Um, you know, it's I feel like we did. And, you know, he's that that star factor, you know, that teams need. And like I said, you win you win championships with stars. Uh, Brees Hall, in my opinion, is a rising star and I think he's going to be fine when he comes back. They just activated him today. So I didn't think it was a real necessity for the jets in the long run, maybe for early in the season. I don't see cook being too effective, assuming Brees doesn't play week one, but I don't see any reason why he wouldn't play week one if they just activated him today. So uh, yeah, I, I think, I think it was a need for the dolphins. I, I, I always hear this talk like, Oh, it was a luxury. I, 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 really disagree with that you know there's a reason why the Niners moved on from these two running backs and got Christian McCaffrey you know it's it's the same thing that's true that's true man I like we talked about on last week's pod man it's like if you feel that your team is able to get to the Super Bowl if you really consider yourself Super Bowl contenders I think you go out and you pay and you get that running back let alone a running back like Dalvin Cook a guy who wants to be a part of your team who it's so obvious he wanted to be a part of the of the Dolphins. He just wanted, you know, the money to make sense. It didn't even probably have to be as much money as the as he ended up taking with the Jets. So something close to that. Um, but we lose out on Dalvin Cook. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit 
I'm a little bit salty about it, man. I'm trying yeah. to stay optimistic. I'm trying to turn the page and tell people it's okay. Um, but it sucks, man. It stings. And I like Moster. I like Wilson, but it's just not enough. It's not a Dalvin Cook. Now, I like what I saw from this rookie A-chain in the preseason. Don't get me Absolutely. wrong. You know, yes, he only had 2.5 yards per carry, but you can see the way he runs and you can see the potential there. And, it, you know, you can see something there. But are we going to really see A-chain get carries in week one, two, three, and four? Absolutely not. It's going to take time to develop. And we're trying to win right now. So that's why it hurts uh, with this Dalvin Cook uh, signing to me, man. But what what did you see from A-chain? Um, week one of the preseason that caught your eye. What'd you like? Man, like A Chain's just a dog, man. You know, his his versatility and his athleticism, you know, he he was just really fun to watch. But you know, I'm kind of with you on that. Just like I, I'm all for to let A Chain have the rock and go for it. But like Wilson and Mostert, they're gonna take touches from him. You know, Miami does not have the best track record in developing running backs. So you know, it's it's pretty discouraging, I'd say, for me to think that a chain's going to be a big part of the offense this season, maybe towards the end of the season. Hopefully the season is still alive if he gets a um, if he gets a shot like that. So but I, I was really pleased with what I saw from him. Wasn't really pleased from what I saw from everything else in the first preseason game. But, you know, I hope a chain continues to get reps throughout the preseason and makes a case going into week one to get um you know, significant playing time. Yeah, no, the, the first preseason game I thought was uh was a little bit of a mess, to be honest, man. I mean, losing that game 19 to three, the game really had no flow whatsoever for the Miami Dolphins. No. Uh Mike White, I thought looked freaking terrible out there. Skylar Thompson didn't look great either. Um, both finished throwing picks. Skylar Thompson threw two, Mike White threw one. Um, it, it was, it was a mess a little bit, but a lot of fans were starting to panic saying, all right, we got the wrong backup quarterback. Are you, are you taking it that far or how you, how you feeling after those performances from those backup QBs? I'm not taking it that far yet. Like, like white looked, white looked pretty solid his first drive. And then, you know, the, right. the interception happened, but you know, it's, I never overreact to preseason. I barely even take preseason seriously. It's more like a, Hey, football's back kind of thing. Um, you know, we kind of know from the start that this offense is pretty complex for newcomers and stuff like that. I still think, think a lot of those guys who are on the field on Friday night have problem. Like the majority have never been on the field at the same time. Chemistry wasn't there. You know, they had none of the start. They had what, what, like 30 plus starters out, you know, it's just, it's kind of just throwing all your newcomers in at once and just say, it's just trying to bake a cake with no ingredients. So <laughs> That's what I'm taking from that. Uh, I'm not too concerned about it. Um, you know, with the Texans coming this week, that you know, that's going to tell me, you know, if we should be concerned or not. You know, uh, definitely a um, a worse a worse defense, uh, a younger team to see if they can take advantage of. But you know, it's there's no there's no cause for panic in my opinion. Like I don't know why. Like like I've seen panic with. Uh, with this Dolphins fan base, but Jesus Christ, dude, like it, for two <laughs> days straight, it was like the end of the world. Like it was just like, Oh, make sure like if two was down, this season's over. Like no shit. <laughs> like yeah, like, that's Tua, a little bit like obvious. This, this offense relies on Tua. We've known this all year that Tua has to stay healthy. If we're going to have a successful season. So, you know, I just, it, it, it was, it was bad, but hopefully this week they, you know, they turn it up a notch and they have a better, they have a better result. 
Definitely need to. Uh, Denzel, shout out to you. Uh, says Finns need O line help more than uh, RB. To be honest, that is damn freaking true. <laughs> That's been, been true for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a very very long time. Um, other performances that I thought uh, caught my eye from the preseason, though, um, I like what I saw from HN, like we talked about earlier, his ability to just like run with will. You could just see like if we had a better offensive line, this dude can just go and go and go. And I really like what I saw from him on the receiving end. Um, another another guy I like to see was Eric Azukama get out there, finish with uh, two rushes for 52 yards. Looked like a little Debo Samuel in there. Very nice to see. Yeah. That's a guy who we talked about before the game. We wanted to see more of, you know, you pick them high in the draft. You know the potential's there. It's just a matter of what is he going to do when he's out there on the field. So I think that he's off to a good start. Um, Cam Smith also looked pretty nice. And uh, I thought Channing Tindall, he had 10, 10 tackles and a sack. But he looks a little bit slow out there, but still produced some good numbers. So now we're on to week two of the preseason. We might see some starters here. We got the joint practices tomorrow and the following day. Like you said, we're going against a young team. So maybe here, we'll, if we're not seeing a lot of things that are positive, maybe we're going to get concerned. But let's say you get some starters playing. What are you looking forward to seeing in week two of the preseason game, if anything? I just want to see I want to see better chemistry. I want to see a flow in the offense. You know, we kind of saw it last year in the preseason when uh, the starters played against uh, Philadelphia. It completely blew them out. They were making plays left and right. You know, in the pre- if the starters are on the field, we need to see, like it's no excuse. I don't care if it's preseason. We need to see some results. We need to see some positive things. Uh, you know, the, um, this is year two of Mike McDaniel and. You know, we don't want to get the impression that, okay, the league knows how to stop us. Like, that, uh, that's not going to be good. Like, we need to make sure that he can make these types of adjustments on the offensive end. So, uh, I just want to see some flow. I want to see some plays. Uh, I want to see, you know, I, I don't think Jalen Waddle will be – I think Waddle's going to be out probably the rest of the preseason. But yep. uh, I want to see some plays between Tua and Tyreek. Uh, I want to see some better results from the line. Um but yeah, the, uh, just to sum it up, that's that's what I want to see is some is some flow, some offensive flow, like just not, nothing staggering like how it was last week. And no injuries, right? No injuries, yes, please. <laughs> God damn, dude. I, I'm with I'm with I'm with you to, with seeing some flow though. Uh, definitely a tie, uh, two at a tie reconnection at least once will be nice for me. I expect them to play at least one series. Um, that's all I want to see from Tua and Tyreek. To be honest, I don't want to risk anything further than that. Um, but outside of flow and outside of that, I want to see, like you said, the offensive line. I want them to get way more reps than they did. I want to see them all out there. I want to see Robert Hunt out there. I want to see Connor Williams out there. I, I want to see Isaiah Wynn out there for more reps with the first team this time. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. that, those are the type of things that I want to see. And honestly, I want to see better quarterback performances. Uh, if two is not going to play, um, if Tua plays a series or two, I want to see better uh, quarterback play from both Mike White and Skylar Thompson because that that's something you <laughs> like. You have to have yeah. better performances. I yeah. mean, regardless if you're gonna play or not, or if Tua is healthy, uh, come on, zero touchdowns and picks the in a preseason against yeah. second string, third strings. Come on, it was man. like three turnovers, I think. I think, yeah, and then three oh, turnovers total. no, I forgot to add something. Better better performance from the special teams. Gave up that. Ooh. Punt return touchdown. And then like special teams was a mess last year. Like, don't, don't even get me wrong, dude. So yeah. I want to see some better plays with that. And Mike McDaniels already addressed that in a way. He, you know, he even said he's like, I hope it doesn't consist of what we put out there last week. So um, 
yeah, I, I need to see that be improved too. Cause God, that struck at the worst times last year. <laughs> no, you ain't lying about that. So I think we're pretty much uh, on the same page, better linebacker play too. I also uh, want to see from, because that that's a position that as far as defense goes, that's what I'm concerned most about. Definitely the linebackers. So I want to see better play there. Um, but besides that, I mean, let's see, let's see how it goes. I don't really care about the win or the loss, you know, similar to you. Um, I just want to see those things that we mentioned, but let's get into some fun now, man. Yeah. We, we spent some time now. Um, now let's talk about this. So we're going to go over the Miami Dolphins season here for you guys. Uh, we're going to break it all down. We're going to talk about who each one of us picked to win or lose the game. Quick reason why, and then see what we come up with for our overall record for the Miami Dolphins this season. So we're going to have some fun with this one now. Um, we're going to break this down into two parts since I know it'll take some time. So we'll go with part one this week and part two next week. Um, this is something Jacoby and I have done before on my podcast. So yep. <laughs> um, it is always fun breaking down the schedule. So let's let's get right into it. So obviously we start off with a big game, which Jacoby is going to by the way, yep. <laughs> against the Los Angeles Chargers, Herbert versus Tua, starting off that way, right midday in the East Coast. But this game is in L.A. Um, Jacoby, win or loss, how you feeling about this game, my man? Uh, so I've had the Dolphins uh, taking a win in this one, uh, even, bef- uh, even after the injuries they sustained. Uh, I don't think it's going to be as lopsided as I thought it would be, but I have it being a close win for Miami, starting off 1-0. Wow. Uh, I I really think they need to w- take advantage of these early games. Uh, you know, last year, them not being able to capitalize in December, they got a tough stretch in December. They need to capitalize on these early games, and I think they will. I think they will. Um, I think our defense is going to do a better job on L.A. than they did last year. Like, our defense was terrible last year, and they still did a, a pretty decent job on L.A., just a few bad plays. But in our offense, it's going to be healthy week one. Hopefully. So, um, yeah, I got I got him taking that win. Yeah. Uh, you know, the Chargers are a team that you can run on, too. And I don't think I saw a lot of that uh, at the game you went to last year against nope. the Chargers. Uh, they just, what, what they you, just kept trying to force everything in the passing game. Right. So what do you think is the key to victory? You'd say like like a quick key to victory in that game. I, honestly, um, limiting big plays from the Chargers. But like it's. You know, I say big plays, but, you know, the Chargers just had all these plays last year against us where, you know, it was just a simple dump off to Eckler and he ran it in for 30 yards or it was a, a just a deep shot to Mike Will where we had great coverage and he just did a simple adjustment. You know, it's just it's stuff like that. I just they got to limit the big plays. Uh, they got to force Justin Herbert to be uncomfortable. He's not the best quarterback when he's under pressure. And I think our pass rush is going to be pretty effective this year. But you you really got to limit big plays with L.A. But like when I say big plays, it's just those big yard chunkers. It's just a dump off to Eckler or just a simple uh, slant from uh, Keenan Allen or Mike Will. And they break off for a lot. You just you got to limit those. You really yeah. got to limit those. Yeah, especially when you have poor linebacker play. That's just a recipe to just, you know, it's just prime for Austin Eckler to have a big, big game. But hopefully he doesn't. Um, so, Jacoby, you say that the Dolphins kick off the season with a win over the Los Angeles Chargers. Yep. Uh, I, I love the confidence. And to be honest with you, man, as much as it pains me to say this, I really wish I could say that the Dolphins, uh, I feel that the Dolphins are going to win week one. Um, 
but I think I'm going to pick a loss here, man. I think that they lose to Los Angeles Chargers. Um, I, I would feel better if Jalen Ramsey was out there week one going against Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. I'm not going to lie. But just what I've seen from this linebacking unit as a whole, man, I, I'm I'm concerned. And I think Eckler is going to kill us. You know, if you stick X on Keenan Allen, I think we're good there. But then that leaves Mike Williams against, you know, is it Camp Smith? Is it Cater Kohu? And I just think Herbert just has shown how to just pick apart teams' defenses. And I don't know if Miami's going to be ready week one. I don't know if they're going to be ready defensively under Fangio's system. I think it's going to take a little bit a little bit of time to kind of figure it all out. Uh, but I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. But based on what I saw in last year's Chargers game, I can't be optimistic for this one in particular. But I hope I'm wrong. But I'm going to pick a loss there. So Jacoby's got to win. I got a loss for week one. That uh, shift things on over to week two. Now, this is a primetime game. Tom Brady night. night. Sunday night football in New England against, yeah, against Mac Jones and the New England Patriots for Tom Brady. (laughs) And and now Ezekiel Elliott. (laughs) Oh, that, that, hey, that's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. (laughs) The damn Patriots signed Ezekiel Elliott. Can you believe that? Damn. God, that's how crap. relevant it is. We we don't even we didn't even think about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Hey, but everybody's getting running backs but us, man. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's this, true. this game in New England. How you feeling about this, Jacoby? Uh, I also have Miami taking out this one. Uh, I'm not I'm not scared of New England. Uh, I'm I'm really not. Uh, you know, Miami always knows just how to pick apart Mac Jones. Uh, even in the last game of the season last year, they they made it tough on him. Uh, just. Offense couldn't get anything going with Teddy Bridgewater. So um, I have this being a good win for the Finns. Uh, I think – I don't think the offense will have a good game, but I think the defense will. I could see it being like a maybe a 17-7 to game, somewhere around there, low scoring. But I do have Miami getting another win here. All right. I like it. I like it. Uh, first, I want to uh, – before I go, I want to shout out everybody for joining us uh, again on the live stream. Make sure you hit that thumbs up and button to support us. Subscribe if you haven't. And uh, feel free to chime in on the, on the comments section to see if you agree with our wins and losses as we go through these together. So Jacoby's got a win for week one and a win for week two for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I got a loss week one. And for number two here at New England, I got a damn win. <laughs> let me just. I was about to say, me, no let, way let, you're no, saying no, no. Two. Like, there's no way. <laughs> I, had to, I had to add some suspense to it, man. No, I, I'm picking a Miami Dolphins win, man, regardless of Tom Brady night, regardless of this game being in New England, Sunday night football, Bill Belichick. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I can see New England being hyped up for this Tom Brady stuff, coming out, punching first, taking a nice lead. Maybe Dolphins are fans are like, oh, no, like, is this the type of shit we're going to be on? But yeah, listen, once the Dolphins get going, I got the Dolphins winning this game. And that has me um, split in the first two games, starting off one and one. Now, week three, going to the crib. We open it up against the Denver Broncos. So this game is at home against a Denver Broncos team that was 5-12, and 12, but they've added Sean Payton. So obviously they're going to be a force to be reckoned with now. Hopefully that's what they hope. Russell Wilson, he might have a bounce back year. You know, now you got a good coach in Denver. So this game's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. How you feel about this home opener against the Denver Broncos? I have this being Miami's first loss. Uh, I think until I'm shown otherwise, I think Mike McDaniel is going to get out coached by Peyton. Uh, I think, um, Denver is a 
three times better team than what we saw last year. Um, they their coaching situation was just all over the place, and Sean Payton is is just a genius. So um, I see this being a struggle for mainly the defense. I think Russell Wilson is going to hit on all cylinders, and uh, especially with no Ramsey. I love Jerry Judy. Uh, I, I we'll see what, how Cortland Sutton looks if he gets more involved. I definitely think Peyton will get him more involved in that offense. Uh, so I, I, I see Denver taking a win here probably by one score, maybe a score and a field goal. But uh, I have this being Miami's first loss. Oh man, it would it would suck to just lose the home opener, man. It's like, yep, you want to win that one, but I see where you're coming from. I mean, behind I, Belichick and Shanahan, this is probably like a top three coach that McDaniel's gone up against. So, and you know, he's just shown me a lot of times last year, just getting out coached. And until I see otherwise, I think Peyton's going to get the best of them. Yeah, I, listen, there's I can't argue that, man. I gotta I gotta respect that. I'm gonna zag the other way. Uh, Zell has a loss week one, win week two. I agree with that. Um, I am going to say the Dolphins win this game, um, but I do respect all of your takes on that for sure, 100%. I think Sean Payne is going to have these Broncos playing some good football, man. I don't think we're going to get anywhere near the level of play that we saw last year out of Russell Wilson. I like Russell Wilson. A lot of people, a lot of my friends make fun of me for liking him. I actually am still a Russell Wilson guy. I think he's got talent. And I just think he's a winner. I, I think he's a winner. He's shown it before. And I think he's going to have a bounce back year. But I like the Dolphins here. Being at the crib, having the home opener, something about a home opener that you just, I feel as a fan, superly optimistic about. Now, might crash and burn here, but I think the Miami Dolphins are going to have a win here to just, it's just right. It's just right, man. Get a little right. two game, get two game winning streak. You got to win because you're looking ahead. You're about to go to Buffalo after this. So this game is huge, you know, because you're going to Buffalo. But speaking of Buffalo, that's where we're going to next. So week four, yep. you're traveling to Buffalo, going against the Bills, who finished 13 and three last year. They were obviously at the top of the top. One of their games got canceled. They probably could have finished 14 and three. The, the Bills are a force to be reckoned with. There's no doubt about it. Yes, we hate them, but we know like that's the team that we want to be. We want to get to that level. We want to beat the Bills. We want to overcome the Bills. So this is a huge game. We're not going to Buffalo in January. We're playing them in fairly warm weather here early in September, um, maybe the first week of October, uh, but good weather nonetheless. How are you feeling about this week four matchup in Buffalo? I feel pretty good. Uh, I hope there's Bills fans watching this. I have Miami taking this one. Um. I am very confident on Miami's ability to match up with Buffalo this year. They were very, they, they showed two, two times in a row that they were able to compete with Buffalo all last year, even in the 20 degree weather. And it, the defense just had a few hook hiccups, some horrible coaching decisions that hopefully don't show up again. But if they, if they just keep that same strategy and, you know, just make those plays, I, I think we can be right there with Buffalo this year, and I have them winning over there this year. It's about time they do, and I think they're I, I think they're due for it. Uh, I, that's just all I gotta say. I I, I just feel it this year. I, I really feel it this year. I think this, this is the year they're gonna beat them over there. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Uh, shout out to Giannis. Lose against the Chargers, win against New England, win against Denver. So he's on board with uh, my prediction so far. Love it. Love to see it. Love to see it. But 
you just got me freaking excited, man. <laughs> you just got me. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't care what anyone has to say, dude. I just, I feel it this year. Like I said, man, they should have won that last game. They should have won the wild card game. They were right there. I, I just think they're one piece away from, from being able to fully compete with that team. And that to me is Vic Vangio getting that defense solidified. Hopefully they're healthy enough. Uh, hopefully Cam Smith's playing. I just, I, I failed this year. I think this is going to be the year we do it. Listen, I, I was, I'm just smiling and I'm letting you cook, my man. Yeah. I, I'm letting you cook because I, listen, I've really believed this, by the way. I, I'm with you. I agree with the win. And I'm just happy to hear that you agree with me because we didn't do this before. So we, this is not, this is, wasn't talked about prior. We're doing this live reaction. I don't know what Jacoby was going to pick. And I actually agree with him 100%, man. I really feel like the Miami Dolphins, this is the time to be Buffalo and Buffalo. We haven't won against Buffalo since 2016, the year that we made the playoffs with Adam Gase. Uh, it was, a, I think it was like a, a late field goal. Uh, Matt Moore was playing that game, if Andrew I remember. Frank. Right? Andrew yeah. Frank. There we go. There we go. It was, and I remember that feeling winning in Buffalo felt so damn good. That was Christmas Eve, too, man. That was the best <laughs> Christmas present ever. <laughs> right. It was also, I think this is the year, man. I mean, we have shown now with this coach, different than Brian Flores. Now, shout out to Brian Flores, but this coach has shown that we can beat Buffalo by doing it. And we've also showed that we're not getting smacked by Buffalo no more. We went up there in that cold weather game with the snow. We competed. We should have won. We could have won. Played them again in the playoffs without Tua this time with a backup quarterback and Skylar Thompson. And we almost beat them in that playoff game. We had those fans and those Bills players shaken. Like they were scared. They were scared. And the fact that they know this team knows that. This team knows that. They haven't forgot about that. They almost beat Buffalo twice in Buffalo. I think this is the time right here. You get them early. You want them. You you know what it takes to beat the Buffalo Bills. And I think Miami's ready to make a statement right off the right off the rip. You get them week four, winning in Buffalo. That's what I got as well. So I got I a mean, nice little like, three-game winning streak here. One thing I want to add, argue it all you want, Bills Mafia, but we're playing against the league leader in turnovers. Hey. Force hey. them, make them uncomfortable. That you can't argue. You can't argue that you're we're playing against the league leader in turnovers, and just make him pay for it. Make him pay. Make him make him pay for his mistakes. That's all I gotta say. Buffalo fans are so funny, by the way. Uh, yeah. When in Buffalo, Miami can take that. There we go. There we go. Absolutely. Giannis. There we go. Absolutely. <laughs> if two, hey, I just want to say, if Tua had the same numbers as Josh Allen, but led the league in turnovers, he would not get as much praise as Josh Allen gets. That's true. But you know what's funny? It's I kind of put some respect. I, I see a lot of Bills Mafia saying uh, they're trying to make a mockery out of Tua's last name. So they say Tua turned the ball over. That's what they call yep. it. It's funny because you just what you said about Josh Allen. Like, isn't he the one that turns the ball over the most? Yeah, yeah but they, they don't want to admit that. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure Tua's touchdown to interception ratio is way, way better than Josh Allen. So I don't I quite understand agree that. More. <laughs> but listen. We'll, we'll see them week four. We'll see the Jets in the season, and then we're, we're going to get the last laugh, man. It, it's, it's funny how people people just talk smack, and they don't really even know the facts. Um, but listen, I would love to see that. That would, that would, be, that would be amazing. So um, next one, shout out to my guy Zell right here. Uh, Zell is actually a Giant fan. And that is exactly oh, no, that is exactly where we're going to <laughs> next in Miami, taking on the New York Giants, who finished nine and seven last year and made the playoffs. They had Brian Dable out there, 
they were uh, a fun team to watch, man. Like Daniel Jones played great. I thought he was going to be out the door. I thought he was going to just, that was going to be it for him. He ends up having a good year on the day bowl. Barkley ends up having a good year. The defense played great and they just played with a whole bunch of grit, man. And they won a playoff game at that. I'm pretty sure they, they beat the Vikings if I'm not mistaken in the first round. Um, what's your definition of great? Because I look at Daniel Jones's stats and that just doesn't ring to me, man. Well, well, great. The thing is like, he was running a lot and he was, he was, he was running a lot more. And I just think he looked more in control. He knew and had confidence better than I've seen in the past because in the past he just looked lost. So it looks Mm -hmm. like Brian Dable found something in there. Maybe it was just instilling confidence and it resulted in wins, man. Like they just found, ways to win football games so the giants ended up nine and seven they ended up being a playoff team and and winning a damn playoff game so uh we might have our hands full for this one this one's at the crib nine and seven new york giants week five how you feeling about this game uh i have miami carrying their momentum from buffalo back home i think they're gonna take this game as well i have this actually I have this actually being um a pretty lopsided victory for miami i think uh i think tua and Tyreek and Waddle are going to hit on all cylinders. Um, I have them winning by more than two touchdowns. Uh, it's to me, it's just it's going to be one of those games. Fun, fun day at the fun day at the stadium. Uh, I just I don't see any reason why they shouldn't take this game. Uh, I think they're the biggest key to this game, though, is going to be uh, it's going to be the defense. Uh, like you said, I will give it to Daniel Jones. You know he the biggest improvement we saw last from this year to from last year to the year before is he was able to make, you know, able to make those plays able to, uh, you know, just fit and fit in the giants, you know, offense. So, uh, but you know, we see it all the time with Miami, you know, they give up these huge plays to different teams, uh, horrible coverage. They get beaten blown, uh, blown coverages all the time. So that's just going to be the ch- uh, the only challenge to me, and I think they can. I think they're up for it. I think Vangio will scheme it just right. So I think this will be a great win for Miami. All right, all right. Oh, also they added Darren Waller. I'm not sure if uh, you remember, but they added Darren. Oh Waller. yeah, yeah. Does that but, change? Does that change anything? No, not really. Like you know, J- Jones's ability to you know throw the throw the football. I just I'm not I'm not sold by Jones. You know, I just I never really was. I watched him a little bit last year. Yeah, he was better. You know, he, he put up numbers, but still, like, it's just, it just, it just doesn't, it just doesn't intimidate me. I just, I'm not. I feel like Vangio will. I think I feel like Vangio will put him in hell, pretty much. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I tra- like we have a defensive coordinator now that we can, like, you know, he he's gonna know what to do. Like, he's gonna know how to contain this man. Unlike uh, Brian Hoyer, where we just or Boyer, it was Brian yeah, Boyer, right? Boyer, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, where we're just like. He doesn't even know doesn't know what he's doing out there. Like, what is he running? Like, I I have faith in Fangio's ability to scheme scheme these teams, uh, and I, I'm pretty confident they're going to take this one. So, all right, I love listen, listen. Brian Hoyer is that old quarterback, backup quarterback that's been quarterbacking for 19 million yeah. years. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I had the the, had the, the guy name. we hate is Josh Boyer. Josh Boyer, there we go. Yeah, <laughs> no, my bad, my bad. <laughs> there we go. Um. Man, he's listen, been out I, of my mind for months. I just forgot his first name. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. You don't even need to remember that no more. We're past that. <laughs> yeah. Listen, uh, I like I like the Dolphins to win this game against the New York Giants as well, man. Um, I respect the New York Giants. I love Brian Dable. Like I said, um, 
I don't think this game is going to be a blowout. Uh, I just think they're a competitive ass bunch. So I think the Dolphins win. I don't think it's super close, but I don't think it's a blowout either. I think it's just probably like a normal seven, 10, 10 point victory here um against a against a gritty new york giants team man but hey momentum's an amazing thing when they beat buffalo i think they're gonna that momentum's gonna be off the charts and they're just gonna carry that right back to home That's, yeah for sure I, for sure. I like that i like that and listen see i i picked the chargers game week one to be a loss but now i've bounced back already and gave you four wins in a row so yeah, you know, the, I, I, I may have panicked some dolphin fans probably saying didn't handle a lost week one. What the hell? Listen, look, you get you get four wins right after that. That's my opinion so far. So now we go to week six. Now you're taking on the Panthers. Panthers were a team that won seven games last year. Surprisingly, they ended yeah. up getting Bryce Young. Now their franchise quarterback who they hope to be the franchise quarterback if all Things look right. And he looks pretty good, to be honest. I think that was a good pickup for them. Oh, absolutely. Um, I, I think he was the best quarterback in the draft. I would have taken him over CJ Stroud. I, no doubt in my mind. I think Bryce Young is going to be good. But obviously, you got to go through some growing pains. By this point, he'll have five games under his belt. So now he's coming to Miami, playing against the Dolphins for week six. How do you feel about this game against the Carolina Panthers? You know, this one's uh, like I have Miami winning this one, but it's a toss up for me on how it's going to go. Because, you know, Miami is just so unpredictable when they play these young teams. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, like Atlanta's a very young team, too. And they just, I even in training camp, they just couldn't figure them out. So like, I'm not trying to compare preseason here, but I'm just like, we saw last year with the Lions. They couldn't figure out the Lions at all. And they ended up winning, thank God. The Bears, they just couldn't figure them out. And they were, those two teams both had like what? Like a combined two to three wins? So it's just when it comes to these young teams and these uh, these young quarterbacks, Miami just gets so unpredictable. I don't know if it's going to be close. Hopefully, hopefully it's a lopsided win. Hopefully they do what they're supposed to do. But I do have Miami winning it. I just hope it's not one of those frustrating wins where we're just like that should not have been that hard, you know. So, um, but yeah, I, I do have I do have Miami winning this one too. <laughs> I can definitely see that. For some reason, it's just it's like damn. We, we end up playing really competitive against these tough teams. And when it comes to the games that we should smack a team by, we just it, it takes a while for us to get up to that. And I just don't understand that sometimes because I understand if we're let's just draw Buffalo as much as I hate to do it. If we were like the Buffalo Bills who wins divisions and it's just light work for them for the regular season. If we're the Kansas City Chiefs, I understand it. But we're the Miami Dolphins. Like, mm -hmm. can we just go get a game early? Can we just smack a team? Can we just put up 28 on the board in the first freaking quarter against a bum team, please? <laughs> I would, yeah. Just like Texans, the Texans last year, we put up, I think, like 30 in the first half. Didn't do anything the rest of the game. Like, didn't have a single point. So, it's just so unpredictable. You never know. And Texans low-key could have made a comeback that game last year, too. They were right there so that's true and it's like just, you and yeah. like you talked about that lions game there was a point of, there was a point in that lions game where i was like they were down 20 what, to 7 i believe at one what, point like yeah i was concerned the first half yeah it, it mm -hmm. took it took the second half for us to just start clicking and wake up yep. uh Giannis's panthers won seven games yes they sure did actually believe it or not i researched that before i was yeah. pretty surprised just as yeah same. I, was just like, Man, I don't remember them winning <laughs> that many games <laughs> yeah and to be honest that division was up for grabs man to be yeah, honest it was. <laughs> the bucks didn't want it nobody wanted that division to be honest yeah um but i got a win against the panthers uh bryce yeah i'm interested in seeing him play i'm excited to see him play against us um, I, hopefully not get a win, but I don't think so. 
I think this Miami Dolphins team is is good enough to flip that switch whenever they flip it. Hopefully it's not too too late. I, I got them winning that game for sure. Uh Panthers got no O line too. Hey, that that's a good sign. Maybe yeah. this maybe this is a game where Bradley Chubb and Jalen Phillips pop off. Yeah. Hopefully. By the way, by the way, I'm gonna go on record here. A lot of people have been talking bad about Bradley Chubb. A lot of people say that this was a huge mistake. You know, we paying this guy this money. We gave up, traded for him. He was not worth it, underperformed. Now, that is all true. He has underperformed. Last year was a mess. You expected more out of him. But I think we're going to see a 12-plus sack season for Bradley Chubb. I'm going on the record right now. Oh, yeah, I, think, I agree. I think I, Chubb I, I really is going to dominate, man. I really do. I really do. It's something about when, when, when fans talk smack, it's hard for these players not to hear that. I truly believe that. I think Bradley Chubb is going to have over 12 sacks this season. That is my hot take right there. He's Vic Fangio got this man of the Pro Bowl before, and Vic Fangio is going to have these guys producing sacks. So Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb are going to get busy. I think Jalen Phillips, that's just obvious, but I think Bradley sure. Chubb is going to really, really he, – he's going to dial it up this year. So I, I'm putting all my, my stock on Bradley Chubb. I'm hyping up that train all season. All a lot of fans are zagging the other way on Bradley Chubb. I, I'm in. I'm in on Bradley Chubb. Me too, man. I, I you know, I, I think a lot of fans forget to really take into consideration, you know, how tough it is to get traded midseason, right. especially in a game of football, man. Like his first game with Miami, I don't even think he practiced a full week. And, you know, to get traded across country, you know, it, it it's a lot on a player, man. And, you know, it, it could probably stick with you for a few weeks, too. It could be really hard to settle in, especially adjusting to Colorado, Colorado weather, weather to Miami weather, too. Mm -hmm. like, I just think a lot of factors played into his sluggish performance in Miami. I don't blame it all on his transition, but like mainly uh, with the scheming on the defensive coordinator side, too. But I think Fangio has got it right where he wants it. And I think he's going to unlock that beast we we wanted. So I'm excited for it, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he also dealt with injuries, too. And I don't want to just, yes. you know, I know injuries are part of the game. But at the same time, it's like Bradley Chubb, you know, like relax. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I really think I, I really think he's going to go off. And I don't think he's getting a lot of credit. I think he's flying a little bit under the radar. People are just thinking about last year. And I think he's going to shock a lot of people. You know, everyone's paying attention to Jalen Phillips, which I love and I respect. But. Don't sleep on Chubb, Dolphin fans. That's all I'm going to yeah. say. And fans yes, that uh, and fans that are Dolphin haters, just keep keep an eye out on Bradley Chubb, man. <laughs> um, week seven, taking on the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Fourteen and three last year, made it to the Super Bowl. Where the Super Bowl runner ups. This game is in Philly Sunday night. I will be in attendance. This game. I am driving over Ooh, there. You are. You I'm are brave. <laughs> I, I am going. I am going to Philly. And I'm repping my Dolphins gear, and I, and I'm ready to listen. I've been to Philly a lot, man. I've been to Philly yeah. a lot as a as a Heat fan, going to see the games against the Sixers, and those fans are crazy, man. Just as advertised, I just want to tell you that, Jacoby. Like the way you see it on Twitter and everywhere, and you hear about it, all that stuff is true, bro. They are nasty and they are crazy as hell. Yeah, I've I've heard no positive uh, feedback from going to a Philadelphia game as an opposing team fan. So, you know. I'm going to pray for you, my man. I hope you stay safe. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm going yeah. to need all the prayers, man. Yeah. I'm going to need all the prayers, bro. But it's true, man. It, everything you hear about Philly, it's it's nuts, man. I've had, uh, you know, middle fingers in my face and everything. And and you just know, honestly, oh, yeah. 
you're always outnumbered. So it's like, if I say something back, like these fans just want an excuse to kind of try to jump somebody. So I, I got to yeah. take it, but it's all right. I could, I could take it, man. I could take it. I'm going to wear my Finns gear proud and uh, hopefully pick up a W. But how are you feeling about this game in Philly Sunday night? Yeah, I, I don't have Miami winning this game. I, you know what? I'm kind of scared for this game because that front on the defensive line for Philadelphia it, uh, it kind of scares me with our O-line. Uh, I'm kind of concerned for Tua in this game, too. So um, I I don't think it's going to be necessarily a blowout, but I don't see Miami winning it. But I, I do think the offensive line is going to struggle tremendously uh, in this game. Uh, I think this will end the win streak. Miami will go to 5-2 and two, uh, uh, coming out of Philadelphia. But who knows? Maybe, yeah. maybe maybe they surprise us. Maybe they get an upset, but I don't have them taking this one. This is a this is a good comment right here. Uh, Fangio was the defensive advisor for the Eagles team. Last yeah, year. yeah. You know what? I did take that in consideration too. It's just it's all it's up to the O line in this game, man. The O line's mm-hmm. got to keep us safe, dude. Because you know, Jalen, the addition of Jalen Carter as well, man. Like it's oh, Jesus. Yeah, it's these it's guys, be tough. these Eagles, man, like they yeah. they get they get so many good things that happen to them. They, they I know <laughs> they, they get the trade with Hassan Reddick. They get Darius Slay. They then people that fall in the draft are, are studs. Like mm-hmm. how the hell do you end up with Jalen Carter when he yeah, fell? Absolutely, dude. <laughs> and, and um, last year, I think it was uh, N'Kobe Dean. I think he's a linebacker, I believe. That dude or, or a pass rusher, I can't remember. But yeah. I, whatever he is, he's a stud that fell. And I'm like, Philly just keeps – like they just – the rich get richer, man. Yep. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. They're a hell of a freaking team. And honestly, I think they have the best offensive line um, in all of football, to be honest, like they yeah. are a team that is as complete of a team as you can see. And it's I always feel that whoever loses in a championship game, whether it's the Super Bowl or the NBA finals, I, I always think that that team is coming back like stronger than ever, especially Absolutely. in the regular season. Like they might take the regular season. And they they might even have one loss. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. Like to be honest, they, they are. Could, they could be undefeated going into that game too. Like, mm-hmm. it, and they very well could be. They're wearing retro green jerseys that day too. So if there's anything to add, to add more juice to those Philly fans, there you have it. So they'll be debuting those, I believe. Oh yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. I pray for you to be careful. It's a bad place. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Miami loses that Philly torches your defense five and two. Um, yes, uh, I even though I'm going, man, and I want to say a win, I'm going to pick a loss, man. There's no way yeah. I can sit out here and say confidently that I think the Dolphins are going to win. However, I'm still going. I'm still going to rep the Dolphins, and I'm going to hope for a win. But Philly is just too complete of a team, man. Offensive Absolutely. line, running the ball, quarterback play, A.J. Brown, defense, pass rush, coaching that's been there, been to the Super Bowl. It's just – Hurts versus Tua, though. That's going to be fun. That's going to be is, fun, Matthew. That is going to be fun. That is going to be fun. Uh, it, listen, a lot of a lot of. I'm glad this is on prime time, by the way, so the world can see this. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, a, a game worth watching. I don't know if we're going to be close here in score wise, but it's a game worth watching. I think it's going to be a a big test. You can only get better. Honestly, you play a good team, you lose against a good team. That's room for improvement after that. And and I think following a, a what I have here is a once a. A five-game winning streak, I think it's perfect to pick up a loss here and probably get smacked up a little bit. But like, like I say, man, like 
I just think this is the game where the, the, the O line has to show up. You know, they got to protect the quarterback. They got uh, they got to make they got to make plays because that that pass rush I feel like is gonna it's gonna be pretty it's gonna be pretty scary for Dolphins fans. <laughs> yeah, pr- prayer circle for Tua before yeah. that Eagles game. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> Getting no pressures uh, hurts either. O line is superior and their defense is scary. Yes, that is indeed. All right, so week eight now. Now we're going back to Miami here, taking on the New England Patriots, who we already faced in week two. We both said that was a win. How are you feeling about this one at home? I, f- I feel pretty good. Um, I think this will be, uh, I think this will be another win for for the Dolphins. Um, you know, uh, even the acquisition of uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Like I said, when we got to week two, I- I'm not. I'm still not. Um, not intimidated by New England until they give me a reason to. Uh, you know, their offense was just a complete mess. We still have not seen any, like, trustworthy plays from Mac Jones. Uh, you know, Mac Jones, it, I don't want to keep tra- – I'm going to keep trashing him because he's a Patriot. But he <laughs> he has the he has the potential to be good. We just – I don't know if it's just been the, the OC situation over there, but I'm not intimidated by them. I think this is going to be another good win um, for Miami at home. And it's going to be also a crucial one for me because they need to get a good win, get that momentum going because they're going to Germany the next week. So, mm-hmm. you know, th- I think getting a win here will be crucial. Get that momentum up, get ready for Germany because then they're going to have the probably the, they're going to have the biggest test of the season the week after. So <laughs> I think this will be a good test for them you, because they're going to be coming. They're going to be coming off a loss, in my opinion. And, you know, the, they just let's see how they respond. They got to They got to respond against the teams they need to beat. And I think they will. You're goddamn right about that. A big one in Germany the week after, that's for sure. Uh, Troy says new OC and DC in Philly. Okay, that that's true. That's true. A little bit making me feel a little bit better here with the comments. All right, <laughs> all right, giving me a little bit more hope. I'll take it. Listen, all the hope you guys could throw my way, uh, you know, I, I'm in. So the, this comment right here, like I threw earlier, that I'm bringing that with me to Philly. I'm I'm, bring, you I'm, better, bring, dude. <laughs> I'm bringing those comments with me, man. Um, so against the New England Patriots, I agree with you, man. I think this is a win. This is a bounce back game. You're at home. You're about to go to Germany. After Germany, you have a bye week. You you know you have to recover after losing to Philly, in my opinion. I think it's an easy win against New England. I think we sweep um, the New England Patriots. Yes, it's hard to sweep a division team. It's hard to sweep regardless. It's Bill Belichick, whatever. Uh, listen, the, the Patriots aren't the Patriots of old. Matt, Mac Jones, no, you're, you're not Tom Brady. We're not worried. I don't care who you added. I don't, Mike Gesicki return game. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who knows? It, it might not even be Mac starting that game. Who knows? Because this is definitely make it or break it time for Mac. And the, halfway through the season, if if he's the starter, I mean, that's that's got to be a great sign for them, right? Yeah, no, they. Yeah. I heard things about Zappy. They want Zappy to be the uh, quarterback over Mac Jones over there. Yeah, so. I mean, I won't. I won't be surprised if Zappy's the quarterback when that game comes. <laughs> but I mean, if Mac Jones is still the starter, then like that's going to be a good sign for them. Like that, definitely. So we yeah. shall we shall see. So right now at this point, uh, we have our Dolphins. We got different different wins and losses here, but we have the same record at this point. So eight weeks in. We both have the Dolphins at six and two, and that goes into our final game that we're going to talk about for this show. Uh, We will do the rest on next week's podcast, but I feel like it's right to end off on this next game. Probably the game of the year. We got a comment here from Giannis. I'm looking forward to this next game. 
I think everybody's looking forward to this next game. Tyreek Hill's looking forward to this next game. Yep. It is Tyreek Hill's chance to get back at the Kansas City Chiefs. He has been already talking about this matchup. He says he's going to kill this game. He says we're going to win this game. He's confident as ever going against the champs, the Kansas City Chiefs in Germany. Early game. Chiefs ended 14-3 and and won the Super Bowl last year. How you feeling about this game week nine against KC? I'm I'm definitely back and forth. Uh, I've been thinking about this game for a little bit now. Um, I hate these international games. I'm not saying it, I'm not saying that they're good. Uh, they're not good for the league. They definitely are good for the league. But like the, the last two times Miami's had an international game, their season has kind of taken a a really bad turn right after them. So. Hopefully the buy after this game will do it, but I don't have Miami winning this game. I do have Tyreek having a big game. I see him getting close to 200 receiving yards, uh, but I don't. Um, I don't. I don't see them winning it. I think it could be close. I really do, but I would like to wait to see how the season's going before I really give a idea of how the score is going to be. But I don't see them winning this game. Mm. I just say I just don't. I just don't. Patty Mahomes is just too good. He's too good. I just, I, I just don't see how I can. I just don't see how I can pick them to win it. But it's a tough for me. International game too. There's, I just don't think they're on the Chiefs level yet. But who knows? Um, I think they could. I think they could compete with them. But I don't have it yet. I just don't. I just don't see it yet. I think that's fair, man. I think that's fair. So after the first nine games, you have them at six and three. Uh, I think, I mean, would you take that nine weeks into the season? Six and three? How are you feeling Absolutely. about that? Absolutely. Uh, I think they could be better. I think they right. can be better than six and three. Like, here's the thing, though, about the Eagles and Chiefs game. I don't think I'm not going into that game thinking automatic L. Like, I think the Chiefs game is going to come down to the most experienced team. Like, I think, like, I, it's going to be, if it's like, I think it could be close at the end. And I think just the most experienced team is going to pull it out. And, you know, uh, play, playing in Germany, uh, I've been actually, uh, I actually have some Dolphins fans uh, that live in, uh, in near the UK. A lot of them are going to that game. That's awesome. uh, so they said they have a big Dolphins fan base out there. So I am excited to see how that's going to be. Um, and I, I did, they did say that the chiefs have a good presence out there too. So I think it could be, it's going to be a loud game too, for sure. So, um, I just, yeah, six and three at the end of the season, I'll definitely take that. Um, yeah. absolutely. Because, uh, they get the bye week right after that and they have four winnable games in a row after that. And we'll probably get, in, we'll get into that next week, but, uh, absolutely. I'll take six and three. Yeah, I think I think you have to honestly, I mean, when you talk about the the teams that they're already facing within that first week and a, the, a lot of those games on the road. I mean, taking on the Chargers, that's tough. Taking on Buffalo, that's tough. Taking on Philly, that's tough. Taking on KC, uh taking on a, an improved Denver team. I mean, I feel like you have to take 6 6 and 3 uh 9 weeks into the season, but let me especially go with my prediction. Yes, I, I was just going to say that as well, especially without Jalen Ramsey, because you can argue that Jalen Ramsey probably changed a couple of your losses there. Yep. You, you, can, you can definitely make the argument there. I could, you know, I, I can see, for example, me, I can say that for sure, because week one, I, I said, you know, not having Jalen Ramsey out there against Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, that changed my whole prediction um, because I had that as a win before the Ramsey injury. Um, but for this game against Kansas City, I agree with you, man. I think this is going to be a loss for the Miami Dolphins. 
I think Tyreek Hill is a guy that can talk shit and back it up. So I absolutely think he's going to go out there and kill. He's going to put up big numbers. He's going to give it his all. He might get mad at a couple teammates for not playing at the same level that he's going to be playing in. I can see him getting frustrated. I And I think it's okay. I think we're going to see Tyreek ball out. But the experience of a team like KC, Andy Reid, you know, they don't have the enemy out there, but I don't think that matters when you have a guy like Patrick Mahomes. And the same Absolutely. way, the same way that this matchup motivates Tyreek Hill, that definitely motivates the Kansas City Chiefs just as much. They don't want Tyreek Hill to beat them and Tyreek Hill to talk shit because it's all friendly competition. Um, they do like each other, but I don't think they want Tyreek Hill running <laughs> running his mouth against them. So no, if, absolutely. If, if the Chiefs needed any more motivation, man, they definitely. Oh, have they it. have plenty. <laughs> they he, definitely he's been have talking it, crap since last year too. He said, "Wait till we wait till we go back to Arrowhead next year." <laughs> and I actually, I, man, I wish the game was in Arrowhead, you know. But uh, shout out to the people in Germany, though. I think they're going to enjoy the game. Yeah, um, man. They, you know. The um, Europe has a huge Dolphins fan base presence. That's uh, what I heard. I uh, I used to be a writer for a Dolphins website, and the majority of them lived in the UK. And he, when the when they went to Jacksonville, you know, they were sending me videos. They were everywhere. So like, I think there's going to be a huge presence out there this year uh, in Germany, and I, I I'm excited to see it for sure. That, that's freaking uh, awesome. Yeah, I have to get up at 6 a.m. You probably have to get up at 8 to watch that game. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. For you, three hours. Yeah, I have to get up early, early for that game. <laughs> yeah, no, that's going to be it's worth watching, though, man. Shout out to the UK fans uh, out there. Shout out to the UK Miami Dolphin fans. So, they're going to be enjoying that game. Uh, Giannis, six and three, not a bad record so far. Absolutely. Nope. Better hope Eli Apple <laughs> did not make the team. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, the way our 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 cornerback depth is, I Please think bring Eli, him on the team. We need as much depth yes. as we can get. <laughs> I think honestly, I've came to a point where I want Eli Apple on this yeah. damn team. Uh, but Jacoby, I got him six and three as well. So we both agree with that. Um, that's weeks one through nine, ladies and gentlemen. Next week we're gonna go weeks ten all the way to eighteen and see what we come up with. Do we think the Dolphins make the playoffs or not? Newsflash: We both are gonna pick them to make the playoffs. But how far yeah. will they get? We'll talk yeah. about all that on next week's show. Um, it was a fun one. Uh, special shout out to everybody on here in the chat. Uh, appreciate you guys tuning yeah, you in. You guys have been awesome. Uh, you guys have been awesome. Great turnout last week. Hopefully we had a great turnout this week. Yes, for sure. For sure. Uh, appreciate you guys. Make sure to hit that thumbs up button to support us and catch us next week and every week after that for a Dolphins weekly show. Jacoby, any last words before we send us off? No, nah, man, this was a fun episode. Uh, it's getting me excited. I uh, can't wait to recap. Hopefully we're recapping some positive stuff after this preseason game. Uh, but I'm excited. I, I'm excited to tell the rest of my predictions. I think I have a couple ones that will surprise you guys. So, yeah, uh, great show today, man. I'm excited for next week. Appreciate you guys. Uh, special shout out to everyone watching once again. Catch you guys next week. Go Dolphins. Let's get a win. Better performances from the quarterbacks, please. And hopefully yeah. we see uh, 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 a nice ball from Tua, maybe hopefully a touchdown. All right, yeah. actually, a Dolphins touchdown, please. That yeah, be nice. yeah, just one touchdown, <laughs> <laughs> just one. All right, guys, catch you guys next week. Thanks for showing out. Peace.